0: morning
1: everybody welcome to the swamp tyford will let you know why he's playing that it's friday december 2nd 2022 we're coming at you with the podcast like we haven't done on a friday this week what's going on tyford
0: well other than your puberty must be hitting (laughs) you changing your voice that's right she feels better than she sounds yep but anyway, because she only went around three miles around the track this morning. Hey, how about those froggies? How about them? They're playing uh, tomorrow at the Jerry's World, playing for the uh, you know, the Big 12 uh, championship. We ain't got ten scoops and how that works. But anyway, the, uh, that'll be fun. They're playing a very good team, K-State. Our uh, good old friend that passed away few years ago. That's her Albemonte. That was Patty uh, Barry Cryer's Albemonte. So I know she'd be happy and probably is happy. Hey, eh? we're playing. So I'm kind of mixed on it, but I do hope the Froggies win. So it's simply because, you know, it's kind of local around here. I know some kids that went to TCU. Got a relative or two that went there. But the, the thing about it is they can continue to be undefeated for the year. Yeah, they'll get in that final four, maybe. So, anyway, that
1: wouldn't be too bad.
0: Yeah, go froggies. They're hopping around there. <clears throat> and, uh, up there, borders, gasoline, you know, when they pump the gas now, it comes out purple. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying. And yeah. I've got a frog in my throat. <laughs> That's right. And, of course, you know, most recent, we had a. Uh, uh, Little Chambers, I always call him Little Chambers, but he's definitely not little. He's he's big time. I guess you could say it's Jordan's little brother. Oh, Justin? Yeah, I know. But Justin Chambers ran track up there and was very successful athletic and academically. So anyway, go frogs! There you go. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Just go get them and pet a frog. <laughs> Mainly a horn tote. Which y'all used to play at Alpine in the backyard with. Well, yeah, (laughs) crazy. You know, yep, what I'm saying. What you got going over there? I don't know if you'll say it much, but well, say something.
1: Something got something about, uh, you know, you've heard of this World Cup going on. Ah. Well, not but about 15 miles away from it, there's a camel pageant. Yes. A camel beauty pageant wow so check out what they've got they've got necklaces on jewels on um they say it's like the westminster dog show cross with miss america pageant except they're camels yeah
0: one up or two
1: <laughs> well it says um These events are held regularly throughout the Middle East where the people have connected with camels for generations. Mm. It's their culture. And the main attraction were the purebred female camels. There's also a milking competition. Um, The prize goes to the camel that produces the most milk.
0: That's pretty wild.
1: All right, so... I'm gonna switch over a little bit. Do you remember the time Mike Tyson bit off of Andrew Holyfield's ear? Yeah, I, it's hard to forget that. Well, a couple of guys in Mississippi the other day were golfing, having arguments the whole golf game. So one golfer bit the nose off the other one in the parking lot of a casino in Biloxi. Whoa! Yeah, uh, he fled the scene in a Tesla. <laughs> but ran out of battery. So he got caught. Just kidding. he, he fled the scene in the Tesla before turning himself in and they couldn't find the nose. The victim was taken to the hospital. Um, the guy, um, his name is Mark Curtis Wells. He bit the nose off the victim and he had been arguing throughout the day over a golf game. He was charged with felony mayhem and booked on the Hancock County Jail, where he paid the required 10% of a $50,000 bond himself and walked out within an hour. But he's facing up to seven years in prison if convicted. It's a felony.
0: Well, yeah, biting off noses. Well, you thing. know,
1: and then the, this that's like Hannibal Lecter.
0: Yeah
1: the state law defines as a premeditated crime committed with the intent to kill in which the suspect mutilates disfigures, disables or destroys someone's tongue, eye, lip, nose, limb or another body part.
0: They have the rule for a reason. That's right. It has happened before. So. (laughs) Hey, I'm just saying was there any ignorance involved in that? Oh no. I don't know. Wow. Well, you think you just got the guy's putter and beat him up with it or something. I mean, his oh. nose off. Come on.
1: <laughs> so you think that might be illegal, which it is. But here's a few things you think are illegal, but they're not. Oh, okay. Driving naked. What? Not illegal. Well, I mean, you know,
0: I haven't been stopped yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Removing that mattress tag. What?
0: Hey, I worked for the mattress police. <laughs> They even got a plug in the movie
1: Fletch. Um, You can bury your loved ones in your backyard.
0: That's not, that's legal? That's legal. And
1: what? I don't know. Yeah, it's always a good idea to consult a specialist. Yeah. I I would, I would do that. Burying Um, your cousin.
0: Well, oh gosh, here we go. We just got done with, you know, the killer just died a few weeks ago. Yeah. He married his cousins, Bowley.
1: Um, Baby walkers. <laughs> what do you
0: mean baby walkers?
1: The little wheel device where they can stand up and it and walk. So I guess some people were thinking they were illegal because kids were getting hurt and turned was,
0: over and stuff. Oh, but, I thought, oh man, they, they're probably out running that electric got, car. I don't know. You got to have
1: a license. Oh, the baby's got to have a license. Yeah, hang on to your nose. Alright, do you remember those Wow chips? Yeah, wow chips. I liked them. Well, they're not illegal. They're, they're not? They're
0: <laughs> well, I didn't know there was a controversy. It's, it's
1: that fat substitute called Olestra.
0: Oh, I remember that, Dale. Yeah,
1: for the Wow potato chip by Frito-Lay, so people started realizing that trips to the bathroom seemed to happen very soon after ingesting these oh. fat-free treats. But it's not illegal, so there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't find them now, though. No. Wow. I had a feeling that was coming. Here's another wow. Okay. I I just got them today. A 72-year-old woman has been arrested after she allegedly switched off a hospital roommate's ventilator twice because she was annoyed by the sound it made.
0: Well, I'm telling you what. You know, if it gets to you, just start it off.
1: Your, Your breathing
0: is a little loud.
1: Wow. Uh, the woman was okay. jailed on suspicion of attempted manslaughter, and they even told her after the first time she did it that, uh, man, you could kill this person. She, i I,
0: I got to really know. Uh, Where did this take place? At? Germany. Germany? Yeah. Okay. And, we really think a lot about life here in Germany.
1: Well, she was 79, and uh, the one that was dependent on the oxygen, the woman that was pulling it was 72. Mm. On the ventilator, not just oxygen, but on the
0: ventilator. Wow. Well, that's a shame that it happened. <laughs> well I'm sorry that it happened, but that's sort of been fun to talk about out there at Abilene with their old uh, class reunion. Yeah. The old Baylor X-ray crew there. Wow. We we could have had some good comments on that one. Yep. So Aaron
1: Rodgers is 39. Happy birthday. Still what playing. Is, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, the, the ball player? Ball player. So. Jeopardy guy. Yeah, he's the host of Jeopardy who just happens I, to play in the NFL.
0: And I loved watching him on Jeopardy. Which
1: was great because there was a question where, <laughs> or an answer where it, it was his question, whatever. Yeah.
0: And nobody got it. That, <laughs> yeah, but he pulled that off smooth, too. <laughs> I... I uh,
1: yeah, I liked when they had all those guest
0: hosts. Yeah, I like I like him doing Ken that Jacob. show. I, I hope down the road that there's some place for him on that. First yeah. of all, he's good at it. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, happy birthday.
1: Britney Spears, 1981.
0: Well, come on. And Do you eight, remember when she was born?
1: You know, I don't. <laughs> okay. But I think it was Louisiana. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. 1863. That's 1863. Charles Ringling.
0: Of the circus. The circus
1: guy? Yeah.
0: Well, he wouldn't believe what I was going on. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a circus.
1: He'll say, yeah, this really is a circus. <laughs> that's
0: right. You
1: don't go to it. You live in it. Yeah, that's right. 1957, Al Pretty, a DJ on U.S. radio in Portland, was fired after playing Elvis Presley's version of White Christmas.
0: Should have took him out and beat him.
1: They say the station management said it's not in the spirit we associate with Christmas. Oh, yeah.
0: Don't don't tell them what the voice sounded like. Yeah. Hmm. 1983
1: thriller video was uh, aired. The full 14 minute version on MTV for the first time. It's now regarded as the most influential pop music video of all time.
0: And my best friend Carrie knows
1: every move.
0: Got it. That would be Carrie Shadaya Dubinsky. <laughs> That's the one. The one and only. Yeah. All
1: right. 2014. <clears throat> American saxophone player Bobby Keys died as a result of cirrhosis at his home in Franklin, Tennessee. Keys started touring at age 15 with Bobby V. and fellow Texan Buddy Holly. and was best known as being the main saxophone player for the Rolling Stones.
0: I do remember him, now that you bring all that up. Well, he appeared on albums
1: by Leonard Skinner, Harry Nielsen, Delaney and Bonnie, and Friends, George Harrison, John Linden, Eric Clapton, Joe Cocker, and other prominent musicians. So he's another one of those
0: that starts out, leaves the house about 15 years old. Pretty
1: wild. Well, I got one more thing that was a great day at our house in 1988. Yeah. The comedy, The Naked Gun, from the files of Police Squad, right. premiered. <laughs> David Zucker, yeah. director.
0: Oh yeah, we watched it a bunch,
1: didn't we? Oh man. <laughs> I gotta quit on that one. I, yeah, I'm starting right. hey, to lose my voice.
0: What a player though? You are you, playing with it? Hey. again, feels better than that's she true. Shall. That's right. <laughs> hey. You ought to hear a gardener mother. <laughs> i got one more thing this week. <laughs> uh, four, four-year-olds, 45. Gardener, 16. All right, here we go. The pecan. One of my favorites. And here it is around Christmas time. People say, oh, yeah, you know, get the pecan. I'm a 12-month-of-the-year guy. I can eat a pecan pie all the time. Pecan pie, not chocolate pecan pie, Right. pecan pie. If you want chocolate,
1: <laughs> even
0: chocolate
1: pie, and
0: then get your pecan pie.
1: This really is an issue with the topic well, because people try
0: to slip that ah, in like, no, I'm just going straight to pecan. But anyway, the pecan is a species of hickory native to the southern United States and northern Mexico in the region of the Mississippi River. Yeah, I've talked about mecans in here before. Gonna talk about it again. I mean, I mean, we do get some repeaters here. But, I want to remind everybody, the tree is cultivated for its seed in the southern United States, primarily in Georgia, New Mexico, Texas, and Mexico. It's kind of like, it's the little, you know, Texas is known for their cattle and their oil and all that. pecans come in that play also just thought i'd throw that out there here's some benefits of them other than they taste good pecans are a good source of magnesium and they effectively help in boosting the immune system this trace mineral helps to protect the nerve cells from free radicals thereby protecting against chronic diseases maybe that's why i don't get (laughs) nervous you know (laughs) Pecans are effective in reducing the risk of heart problems. They contain monosaturated fats, such as oleic acid, which help to reduce the risk of heart disease. It has been reported that a handful of pecans can help decrease bad cholesterol and increase HDL, which is good cholesterol, in turning, preventing stroke and heart disorders. Pecans help in weight loss. They contain several B-complex vitamins, such as riboflavin, niacin, thiamin, and folate, which effectively increase the rate of metabolism. Pecans are effective in preventing skin problems. Pecans contain vitamin A and zinc, which assist with achieving a clear complex and protect against skin infections. But like all other nuts, they possibly could have Side effects. Individuals who are assisted to nuts should consult with healthcare practitioners before adding pecans to their diet as they may trigger some allergic reactions. Hopefully, that doesn't happen to you. Just try to keep your nose on if you're talking about a golf game. Recommendations on eating these little suckers. It's highly recommended to consume a handful of pecans a day. This equates to about 20 kernels. If possible, this should be reduced to about 15 kernels because pecans are high-calorie food and can add to weight gain. It's like anything. Moderation. But don't forget that pecan. Remember those little Bama pies. I'd be bopping that at school with Mr. Munn's coming home. Had a checking account there. My mom would go settle up, I don't know, once a week. I don't know. It was always peanuts in a coat or Bama Pies. That's what you had spent your money on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
0: you think we're running here. But anyway, that uh and that's the end of round three. You know, yesterday we kind of started about the to uh, start talking about the Yule Time Wreath. You know, the story behind your Christmas wreath. Mm-hmm. All right. Now here's the deal, pickles. Which my old friend that went to K-State would say a lot. Anyway, you'll love this wreath. Now we're getting <laughs> this information from oh, the Farmer's Almanac. Right, so here we go. Is
1: that Yule, Y-U-L-E? That's exactly. I uh, thank you. Okay.
0: And this is a suggestion. You don't mean you have to run out and do this. Because if you did, you're supposed to do this last Saturday. But oh. you can probably do it this Saturday. But it, well, wow. here we go. Yeah. On the Saturday after Thanksgiving, gather friends and family for a wreath-making workshop. <laughs> if possible, supply the greens and wire. Have participants bring their own wreath form Gloves, clippers, and enthusiasm. I know I'd be jacked up. All of the wreaths that you make will be beautiful and different. Luckily, there are no hard and fast rules for wreath making. Whatever pleases you is a success. That's right. right. All right. Yeah. You know, every wreath starts with a base of some sort. We all know that, you know says we do it can be wire straw vine or wood stalks of woody herbs like rosemary lemon verbena artemisia whatever or summer savory can be wrapped into a circle to make a fragrant base gather small bunches of evergreens together and wire them to the base overlap the bunches to hide the stems tuck small bunches of herbs and other interesting greens into the base to using more wire to hold them if necessary. Using greens of different colors and textures will give your wreath its richness. Add cones, dried flowers, berries, and fruits for accents. Don't forget the bow. Now, herbs can add symbolic meaning to your wreath, and here they are. Right. Rosemary for remembrance. Mm. I always remember rosemary. Sage for good health. You know, I I knew a sage one time. Oh, that's something. Thyme for bravery. Thyme. Oh, that too.
1: (laughs) I don't know why they put the (laughs) H in there.
0: And uh, another thing. Yeah. English teachers. That's right. Another team. Lavender for purity. All right. Rue for virtue. I don't even know what a roo is. I know a kangaroo. Is that its cousin, of some sort? Juniper for life and hope. Hawthorn berries for protection and joy. Throw in cedar for strength, holly for immortality, and pine cones for long life and prosperity. Whatever your family traditions are, at its very core, a wreath celebrates the circle. Nature cyclical, of, yeah, yeah, that too, yeah, you know, like the cycle, life. yeah, yeah, I got you. Woo! there we go. I, mean, I can't believe we didn't do that, you know, I didn't Saturday. do that last Saturday. No, I mean, I like college football, a game. lot of
1: enthusiastic people for wreath,
0: yeah. Well, here's the deal, you pickles out there. Next week, we're going to talk. About natural Christmas decor inspiration. Awesome. Again, this information is provided by the Farmer's Almanac. I hope that you understand that we support that. <laughs> How do you keep cats away from the Christmas tree? Well, we got one more little thing. Okay. Because, you know, it is the season. It is the season. Today's the 2nd of December. Yep. You know, our old buddy Ricky Irwin tomorrow is going to have a little change out of a hip, I believe. new hip. So, well, good luck with that. Yeah. How do you keep cats away from the Christmas tree? This might seem an odd Christmas question, but it's a common one. I know I've asked it a few times. Not really. Actually, I was over at the Becker house yesterday. And their cat came in and got in the Christmas tree. Okay. Folks have suggested a lot of things over the years, and you may have to try several until you find a method that fits your cat's personality. The most direct route may be to keep your cat out of the room with the tree, you know, <laughs> if that, if that seems to be a problem. Yeah. If that's not possible, try lining the tree's lower trunk with aluminum file. Oh, for I was thinking of putting a bunch of dead mice there, but whatever. Some cats hate the sound and feel of it and won't try to climb up with the fool there. Another trick may be to keep a pot of ryegrass or catnip near the tree to act as a diversion. Cats may respond to loud noises or the popular method of spraying water at them when they begin to attack the tree. But we found that their little cat brains forget this message pretty quickly, and they're soon back to cause trouble again. Now, if you got a lion or something, you might want to let it do whatever it wants to with the tree.
1: If I want to keep a bobcat in my coat closet, that's right. I'm going to do that. I've noticed my dogs, the old chorky and the dachshund standard. Enjoy getting under the Christmas tree but they don't really mess with it. They just like being yeah. underneath something.
0: Kind of where they can leap out and get you. Yeah. But as they always say, they like a good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures in the doctor's book. They do say that. All right. Oh, with wisdom from the Texas High School Coaches Association, which right now everything rolling for football. If your if your town is still playing or your favorite high school or whatever. Hey, good times are going on right now. So I hope that I know my good friend Mark Spann's son, Matt, is a coach over at Melissa, and they're still playing. So that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. because the grandson is still playing. <laughs> yeah, you got a sophomore there. Hey, about criticism, people are pretty easy to do that. You ever notice that? I've noticed. I got you. Well, here we go. This is from Robert Allen Silverstein. He's an author and filmmaker, and it started a lot of good causes. If we are bold enough to point out problems, we must be brave enough to try to solve them. Mm. Wow.
1: That away,
0: Silverstein. Hey, thanks, high school coaches. Think good enough to put that in there? Means something. Well, hey, that's about all I've got to multiply, subtract, add, or divide. You know, I know, again, Justin Chambers probably wearing his purple today. Got his little frog hat on.
1: You know, and he's probably reading. He's probably reading from the Gent Library. Oh, right. Yeah, he went to Swamp Productions on Facebook and clicked on all the links, and he said, hey, I'm going to read all these books, and I'm going to get them for other people. And we thank you for doing that. We thank you for listening to a retired coach and his kid. Have a great weekend.
0: You know, one more thing, though. It's got something to do with TCU. I'll make you count of the week. TCU punter Jordy Sandy kicking for a cause. The Australian football player is planning to donate $20 to Hope Center for Autism for every punt he lands inside the 20-yard line. Got a real nice article about him on the WFAA. And he said he just wants to kind of give back. The That's awesome. To what? The city of Fort Worth meant to him because he and his friend that putts for Oklahoma State are from Australia. And uh, there's a good story there. Thank you. So we want to make sure that old Jordan Sandy, if anything, maybe not have to putt much tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) We may find a little bit more about that a little later on shows. So as. we're going to finish it like this. I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid. We want you to make it count out there. Have that strong mindset. No matter what happens to you, keep on, keep on going. Be thinking about you, Ricky. Make it count. Doo!